Thank you for downloading the Flixsters podcast. On this week's episode, I'll confess, his body is banging. This guy's body is banging. Anytime I see him in the film, I'm like, I need, I need to work out a bit more. This guy's body is banging, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I am so here for Michael B. Jordan. I think he's such a phenomenal actor. I didn't really get into him until Creed. Um, he, he sold me as an actor in, in those movies. I think he's fantastic. And then like I've already said. I've, I've asked Deval this question and I'm going to ask you, Charlie, what is it with people's obsession with revenge, the theme of revenge? Why are we fascinated by it? Why do we, in books, in music and film and TV, why? Why are we so hooked on it? All right. Okay. So listen, uh, folks who are listening, if you've just joined us, we are the Flicksters and we're bringing you episode 139. Deval, I still cannot believe we've been doing this 139. We've done this 139 times. And um, listen, today's a great, going to be a great show because we are joined by... Uh, a special mm-hmm. guest and um, special I'm going to let a oh, very very special guest and uh, I'm going to let Deval I'm going to let Deval do the introduction um, and then I'm going to chip in my little bit at the uh, you know tag onto that so Deval take it away uh, who's you know on our show with us our special guest is none other than Charlie Jai herself yes <laughs> get amplified you know I'm going to let her introduce herself a little bit as well tell us a bit about who she is why she is, how she is, <laughs> where she is, all that kind of stuff. Why so, she is? But you know what? It's, it's, this well, is the first. This why? is the first. Yeah, man. <laughs> Recovering all bases, but it's the first. Yeah. Actually, you, you're our yeah. first. Uh, not that it matters, but our first female first lady guest on the show, really? and it's something that we've been talking about for a while. It's like this show is very. Yeah, it's like this is just lots of testosterone and sort of maleness on the show, and it's like our, our audience isn't that. So it's like we need to diversify. We need to get people Absolutely. on that, you know, can relate to our audience. But also, I know you're, you're, I mean, I've known you for years. You're a great person. You've got a lot going on. But yeah, so my name's Charlie. Um, <laughs> Charlie Charlie Jai. Thanks for saying it right. Because loads of people say J and it's not that. It's spelled yeah. J-A-I, so Jai. Um, and I'm a presenter from London. I, I say to people that I'm quite quirky because I am. I'm just a little bit different in a sense that I'm not textbook I say what I think um <laughs> and I don't really yeah. care about who's going to be offended I, I think if you're offended yeah. by something I say then you need to check yourself not check me because I don't know you um and I think that goes for, for everything and everyone if, you, <laughs> if somebody says something's true if somebody says something and you feel offended by it don't attack the person start looking at yourself um and outside yeah. of um my amplified show on IGTV which is all about giving real people the opportunity to be heard so that they can empower and inspire others with their real life stories mm-hmm. um, I'm heading back into radio soon can't wait to be talking about that and um I'm also an advocate for young people I, I mentor yeah. a lot of young people which people don't um really know about but mm. uh yeah I'm just all positive vibes but I keep it real all the time keep it 100 <laughs> and why I exist is because two people decided to get together and create Doodoo. And I thought I thought you'd know that. And you know, I'm here. <laughs> Don't know how they both feel about that at and, times. But, oh, and I'm funny here. you say that because that's what that was one. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the things Daniel Kaluuya said in his ex- acceptance speech. Yeah, he went to you say that. Oh, you say oh that actually. But yeah, and, and you also <laughs> love movies and TV. You went a bit to yeah. I know his mum was like. Oh. 
But do you reckon? Uh, I, yeah. I, I just think he was he was just really emotional. I think he was just like really emotional. I reckon, and he was just like look, he was just like thankful for the fact that he was at that at that point and at that point of his career and everything like that. And his mum and his sister were like, "Oh my gosh, what mm. has he just mm. said?" And like you know, it was just crazy. I think he was nervous and unprepared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry, Deval, what were you going to say? Uh, no, no, I wasn't saying anything. I was just going to say, yeah, just thank you for coming into the show. Obviously, you love movies and TV shows as well. So that's why we're here to talk about that. So, yeah, it should be a good show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. And I was really interested in kind of getting a, a different perspective because obviously I always sound off of Deval and I always ask him, like, oh, what did you think of this mm. movie and what did you think of that movie? But now. We're going to be speaking about a, uh, well, later on in the show, we're going to be reviewing uh, Without Remorse, which is this new Amazon exclusive yeah. movie starring Michael B. Jordan. And it'd be great to get a different perspective because up until this point, we've always, I've always been asking. He's bored of me, basically. That's what he's yeah, trying to yeah, say. Yeah. He's bored of me. Watch him. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. So this is going to be great. So it's finally, you're going to be getting a different perspective. Uh, we probably won't be doing a hidden gem. So drop in on us next week for a hidden gem. But yeah, this week we're going to be reviewing Without Remorse. And uh, before we do any of all that sort of stuff, we've got shout outs. The first shout out goes to King.Solani. And uh, <laughs> so, uh, and she actually uh, responded to a post and she and she sent kisses. Oh, sent kisses to the Flicksters. Because we're always telling her about, you know, movies Aww. and TV shows and she loves it. So kisses and, and hugs back to you, King.Solani. Next, uh, next shout out goes uh, out to uh, Denis uh, Moraes. Am I saying that correct? Denise Moraes. It sounds very Portuguese. And uh, she <laughs> added us in a post in relation to the Oscars as well. <laughs> You're laughing. <laughs> this, this guy, get used uh, to this, Charlie, by the way. Uh, I don't drink alcohol, but I'm starting to feel like I should have a glass. <laughs> <laughs> Join us. Next shout out goes out to Zakharov, who actually, I think Char Char Charlie yes. knows Zakharov. Charlie's one of the reasons why Zakharov joined the Flicksters. So thank you, Charlie. Zakharov, you know yeah. what? He is gangster. He knows all about yes. movies. Mm. Every single day we're talking about movies and TV shows. He's a great guy. Trust me. Yeah, Zakharov. he is. Yeah. Always, and always DMing us and kind of like uh, sending us stuff to watch. And, and we yeah. love that. And, you know, there's this great kind of interaction going on so yeah Zakharov if you're listening right now uh, thanks so much for supporting us and uh, yeah we hope you keep listening uh, who else Deval? last one goes out to Filmopedia who we've recently got in touch with on uh, Instagram and every week Filmopedia is messaging us about different movies uh, this this week uh, Filmopedia messaged us about Promising Young Woman which uh, is up for well won an Oscar for I think Best Script wasn't it which we'll, we'll talk about yeah, later yeah, so uh, great shout out Film Opedia. We've got uh, the whole uh, YouTube thing going on, and we're, yeah. we're kind of Deval. You and I, we're both kind of like adding more videos. Um, trying, Charlie. Trying. I mean, Charlie, Charlie we're trying you... to be like you. We're trying to be good like you and and jazz it up. Yeah, we, we've noticed. Like you know, you putting up videos <laughs> and stuff. How how do you feel like people respond more to the videos or the podcast? Like, do you have like a preference? What do you mean on it on Instagram? Yeah. Um. I think what's really good is to check your insights, really. I did a lot of trial and error. Um, I say to people, I've got another account that's a ghost account, and I test things out on there in terms of how they're going to look. So in terms of the size on Instagram mm. or how the font's going to look if I've created the project in Canva, for example. Um, but what I found is that people respond better to anything that's animated, anything that's colorful, if there's less text. Uh, if your voice is clear, if things are short, like literally people, are, they just want everything fast. 
and it has to be quite punchy in, in terms of how it looks and how it sounds. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, I've got more interactions on my stories. My DMs always flooded the second I put a story out. Um, but it's quite, it's getting quite even now in terms of posts and stories, but yeah. All right, brilliant. Wow, this is a little mini lesson for you there. Uh, big me. shout out to C- Canva, by the way. Yeah, you. I mean, you just shouted out Canva Canva's there. Great, Canva's yeah. brilliant. I love that app and this kind of, I use it for stuff. Deval, you mentioned the Oscars. Now, please go through some of the wins yeah. and some of the highs and lows of the show. So, um, yeah, what did you make of it? Just want to go through a quick couple of it. And obviously, you can both join. But yeah, uh, Daniel Kulia, best supporting for Judas and the Black Messiah. This is a bit of a, I mean, great. Obviously, he's a, he's a really good actor. We've seen him in Get Out. We've seen him mm. even before Black Mirror from Phenomenal. years ago. He's mm. been in lots of good Sicario. He, even even though he had a really small role in Sicario, that's yeah. a gangster film. Oof. I know. But uh, yeah, another good film as well, Judas and the Black Messiah. But yeah, what do you guys think? I mean, best supporting. I mean, who was supporting in that? Him or Lakeith Stanfield? <laughs> Stanfield. I mean, it's quite confusing, isn't it? But I mean, what do you reckon? Yeah. No. No. Yeah. But I mean. For me, anyway, I mean, uh, the, what I think is, you know, it's great that he won and, you know, mm. you know, he's getting the recognition that he so, you know, deserves and everything. And, um, yeah, I mean, when I looked at Lakeith Sanfield's performance and I look at, you know, his, um, Daniel's performance, I'm like, wow, man, because they're both absolutely great, great performances. But I think for the the energy, the passion and kind of um, what he brought to the role, I think, yeah, D- Daniel kind of deserved yeah. it. Just kind of that a little bit more, I think, and um yeah man a big win for him have you seen judas uh, charlie did, did you get to what did you get to watch judas and the black messiah no yet? because amazon prime are cheeky if i pay seven pounds 99 a month for whatever benefits <laughs> i'm confused as to why i then have to pay yeah. 13 pounds 99 to watch a movie that's more than yeah. the cinema like it's ridiculous yeah. now if you're doing that once a month okay that's, it's not necessarily you know an issue because maybe you're going to the cinema once a month but if every single day you want to watch mm. what looks like a classic movie with some great talent it's costing yeah, you 15 yeah. pounds on top of your subscription and absolutely no so i've not seen it sorry daniel what's it what's your what's your favorite <laughs> daniel kalia movie so far that you've seen uh with jodie smith daniel what's movie that, what's so that far, movie with, that is in with jodie smith oh queen and slim yes yeah, queen queen and slim. Slim. yeah, yeah i yeah, really yeah, really yeah, enjoyed yeah, that because yeah, there's yeah. actually when you watch yeah. that movie when, when you check it in terms of the average dialogue or script for movie there's not that much a lot is riding on you know, their their eyes and the way they move their bodies and those subtle little looks that they give each other. A lot of the mm. stories told through that. And I think they both nailed it incredibly. Like you literally go on the emotional wave with them. Even if overall the plot, you kind of think, okay, really? Yeah. There are there are moments in there where it's like, wow, you guys are really putting in the work as actors. Like literally they were putting in the work. So I, I think him in that, yeah, phenomenal. She pops up again in uh, Without Remorse, doesn't she? It's all linked. I really like her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all linked. It is. I didn't know she was going to be in that. So when I saw her, I was like, what, girl? Yeah. She looks good in that too, trust me. Yeah, she, <laughs> she looks really good. She's tough. Mm. And uh, I mean, I didn't know this. She's from She's from Peterborough. She's from Peterborough. Yeah, like, random, you know, yeah. yeah, I was just like, I went on a kind of like Wikipedia page. Yeah, totally like, well, random. Um, okay. Yeah, so that, yeah, that's really great. And what did you make of um, what did you make of the other wins, uh, Deval? Yeah, I'll quickly talk about a couple. So Chloe Zhao, Chloe Zhao. Oh man, do you know what? She's she's obviously directed Eternals, which is going to be a massive Marvel movie due to be out in November, which is looking at you know Marvel characters from thousands of years ago and how they connect to the stories of today. Uh, but Chloe Zhao's film, Nomad, Nomadland, I definitely I definitely recommend it. We spoke about it last week. Nomadland is one of those films that 
not many people will know about, but it's such a intimate journey of someone who literally has little. No, 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 let me re- let me rephrase that. She has what she needs in her life to be happy and yeah. to exist. But to, to the, the masses, they perceive her as, as being a nomad, somebody without fixed abode. I watched this film in bed on an empty stomach, first thing in the morning on a <laughs> Sunday. And that for me, just, it was like the whole experience. Because inside, I wasn't nourished. I wasn't showered. <laughs> I hadn't brushed oh. my teeth. And all those elements, I think, added it's serious. Wow. All those elements added to the enjoyment. You prepared, of Nomad basically. Line. I think she deserved. You looked, that at, you looked at the synopsis and thought, right, great, and her <laughs> first Asian woman as well to win, win a. I prepared. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let me ask you, Charlie. Uh, when is your favorite time to watch a movie? When, when's your optimal sort of time where you are going to be in the right frame of mind to watch a film? Yeah, it's not that technical for me, Devout. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, I mean, you know what I mean? Somebody suggests a film and if I feel to watch it, I'll watch it. It could be in the morning, the afternoon, the evening. It's not a case of, oh, like, you yeah. know, what would Deval do? Deval would get into the mindset by not eating, by, you know, nah, 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 dude. If you tell me to watch a film right now, I'm going to think, right, okay, well, after the podcast, I ain't got much going on. I'll watch the you film. Know no, but sometimes there's some movies, right, where... No, but there's sometimes I get I get someone saying to me, oh, look, you got to watch this movie. Like, it's a deep movie. It's profound. It's about kind of like, I don't know, like child abuse. And I'm like, is this the movie that I want to watch? Like, say at 9.30 at night and, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and put the kids to sleep and stuff and get into this whole thing. And, you know, there's just this kind of sometimes there is, like Deval mentioned, there is kind of this optimal time. But yeah, man, I think Friday, not for me, Friday, Saturday <laughs> nights. Uh, I think like action movies wow. I think for me personally they work really wow. well wow you guys are serious <laughs> it's not that deep for yeah, me finding out all, all new stuff I here. love it yeah yeah. really not, don't mess around that. the you thing is though, I'll tell you what you know then, for example I'll give you an example that project them <laughs> because I kind of knew what it was going to be touching on I was like I need to I need oh, to start watching this yeah. daytime and the yeah. second it, it gets mm. dark outside I'm not watching it <laughs> I'll watch a bit of Family Guy and then I'll go to bed so for me, it's kind of it's almost like the opposite. I, I don't, I don't <laughs> like horrors, but if I've got a friend that's starring in a horror, obviously I have to watch it. But I need to watch that mm. in the morning. I can't be watching that yeah. just before I go to bed. Yeah. So maybe yeah, I do kind of yeah. think about it. To an extent. No, I'm with yeah, you on yeah, that. Yeah. I think that's I what a lot of people. And anything that's really totally deep, like abuse and stuff, I'll give it a miss. There's movies that I've not yeah. watched because mm. of the the subject and okay. how graphic and whatever it's going to be. I'm like, yeah, no. Oh. Uh, they're the, they're the movies I want yeah, to. Yeah, no, I can't. No. You know what? Yeah, we kind of... <laughs> I want to those. Yeah, we, on, on this show, Charlie, on this show, we kind of, uh, yeah, we kind of wait for the kind of the sad and the sadistic ones and stuff like that. You know, we love watching those movies because, I don't know, they just take, well, me anyway, they, they take me to a different place and I'm like, yeah. shit, how, how, how did this come out of someone's mind? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this world or whatever it is, right? How do they make this movie? That's what I'm thinking about. So... Yeah, I think there's always some real life experience that, yeah. that's attached to it. To be honest, yeah, and I think things are just plucked out of thin air. When you think of your creative juices, they come from things that you're inspired by, sure. or that you've experienced, or that you have a bit of an interest in. No one's going to say they have an interest in sadism. Do you know what I mean? But they're going to create a movie <laughs> that focuses on sadism. Yeah. It's like, dude, your mind is is interested. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Oh, uh, Deval, you've got some news on uh, Scott Derrickson, and yeah. uh, just remind everyone again, like. Who is Scott Derrickson and what kind of movies has he has he made? Yeah, Scott Derrickson's an interesting director. He done Lights Out, which is a horror film 
where yeah, you turn the lights out and in the darkness, there's like a creepy ghostly figure. When you turn the light on, it disappears. There's one memorable scene where there's a corridor and the person's <laughs> Sounds turning... Sounds like a comedy. No, no. <laughs> no, it's quite scary. The person's turning the it lights on and off. As they turn the lights on and off, the creepy figure gets closer and closer to them. It's crazy. Yeah. But he also directed Doctor Strange, Marvel, uh, Benedict uh, Cumberbatch, or Cumberbatch, a uh, really good film, obviously. And now this one, this one's called uh, The Black Phone. Yeah, The Black Phone. And uh, this one's about a... Again, it's a bit of a creepy one, but uh, someone kidnaps another, another person. So I, I presume it's a man that kidnaps. I think, yeah, a man kidnaps a woman, actually. That's what the synopsis is. And he's holding her hostage in a room. And in that room, there's a black phone, which is disconnected. And it's like an old, old phone. And over a period of time, this phone starts to ring. And when she answers it, she's hearing the... She's oh hearing the soul the worst nightmare. of people oh my that this kidnapper and murderer has, you know, killed in the past. No. Exactly. So it's a bit creepy. Obviously, she needs to escape. So this is one I'm going to run to. This is coming That's out deep. in January 22. <laughs> is this director okay? Oh, he's this. <laughs> it's coming out in January 22. Kind of but movies? yeah, this, 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 this is very like, it seems like Black Mirror, Twilight zone kind of situation. Yeah. It sounds mm. great. Yeah, it sounds interesting. What do you reckon? Are you going to see it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a certified oh, no from me. God. We know that. <laughs> and Mar sounds like I'm, he's I'm in it. I'm in like, you know, I'm there. I'm like, you oh, know, <gasps> I hear these kind of like souls being like, you know, tortured. Um, that sounds really good. Oh, God. Say wrong number. And, um, wrong number. Nope. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not those cold calls, like no. you know. Have you been in an accident in the past two years? No. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, just talking about that. Just quickly talking about that. I I got one recently over here, and um, and it was just it was just really silly. Like um, oh, have you been involved in accidents and stuff like that? And you know, the one thing that I do. Here's a little tip, maybe like for people listening. The one thing that I do, I annoy the other person who's just called me. So what yes. I do is I say, "Oh, can you speak up louder, please? I can't really hear you." And then, um, so they they say it again, and then I say, "No, no, I really can't hear you. Can you just speak louder, please?" And then I start getting louder. I say, "Please, can you speak up louder?" They get so annoyed <laughs> that they just like swear and they just put the phone down. It's so funny. I love it. Good. <laughs> wow. Try that with a ghost. Yeah, exactly. Okay, last um, bit of news. Right, okay. uh, oh my gosh, last this one's, this one's very, very sensitive. Uh, so, Noel Clark. Noel Clark. BAFTA. Yes. What, what's happening with BAFTA, BAFTA, man? What's going on? So, yeah, so th this came up on the news feed and everything. Noel Clark, British actor. Mm. And um, yeah, he's kind of like being behind the whole kid ult trilogy of movies yeah. and he was i know him from even before that from uh, doctor who you know mm. i loved him in that and uh, he's been working in the film industry for the past like i think like 20 odd years or whatever and apparently um so there's some allegations being put forward against him some sexual allegations and bafta they suspended his award and um whilst obviously this investigation is pending and i think the police have been involved now and they're saying i mean i haven't read too much into it but they're saying at least 20 women have come forward and they've kind of um you know they've said that like, this is what has happened there's been some abuse there's been some uh you know wrongdoing and we want this investigated mm. so clearly there's a shock within the industry and i think he came out and he's denied the allegation but i just thought i'd kind of mention it in there because 
you know, we've had the Me Too movement and, you know, that obviously is still going on and people of power, people in places of uh, authority, they're, they're finding themselves like, you know, people get found out eventually. Do you know mm. what I'm saying? It's like somewhere along the line, something mm -hmm. is going wrong. And, um, you know, it's just crazy that, you know, this stuff is still happening. But yeah, it, it happens and it's going to continue to happen. And Noel Clark is is another piece of the jigsaw. But yeah, I mean, what did you make of it, Deval, Charlie? Gordon Bennett. I mean, again, it's these allegations that they're all alleged and stuff like that. We don't know the full, con you know, the full context, the full details, which I'm sure at some point it's got, all going to come out. Uh, it's yeah. just, I mean, when I first found out, I was like, mm. what? Like, obviously I don't know the dude. I've already seen him in movies and that, but it's just like, what? Do you know what I mean? Like 20 people, people say there's no smoke without fire, all of this. But yeah. at the same time, I'm not uh I'm not a lawyer, I'm not the you know the legal system. I can't stand here and say, yes, he's guilty, he's guilty. Uh, but it's just, I mean, the thing that I, I also find quite sad in these situations, obviously, apart from the people who have allegedly been a victim of this, is the fact that like they'll start stopping his shows and stuff like that. And I always feel for the people that have been part of the cast mm, 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 mm. who are now not gonna have their films and stuff shown like you know they're not going to be as like they're going to miss out on having their their, their work shown to the public because yeah, their of moment yeah. something that he's done and it's just it's, it's just crazy all around mm -hmm. i mean yeah it's just I, I i just i just i don't know it's mad but yeah companies companies at the same time companies can't be associated yeah. or see, be seen to be associated with these people so they've got their corporate side of things you know to look out for so but yeah it is i don't know mm. I think what happens is is that because there is there is an article I can't remember where but the twenty women have all given their statements in this article it's pretty it's laid bare you can go and read it you can you can find it I just can't remember where the article is but I think what happens with these companies is that when you look at for example one of the schools that he was working with I can't remember which drama school it was an allegation was made against him in two thousand and fifteen they did whatever mini investigation, they found this allegation to be true. And instead of suspending him, they just said, you don't get to do unsupervised classes anymore. So I, so when I look at that, and you know, you get the truth of that and the reality of that, no, I'm not saying that he's guilty of anything because there's no facts out there that have been confirmed, etc. But my thing is, if this has been going on for that long, and these companies mm. had whatever they had, this shouldn't have taken so long to come out in terms of these 20 women. I think what's incredibly sad mm. is like what you said, there's a yeah. lot of talented people out there that have put so much into their careers, so much into getting where they are today. They've trusted, they've given money, they've trained, et cetera. They've done long hours on sets. They've learned their lines and all the rest of it. And now all of these projects are being pulled because this person has done certain things. Some of it has been proven. And so, of course, these companies have to go, look, we can't be associated with you anymore. That, for me, is is so heartbreaking on top of the heartbreak of mm. knowing that somebody that a lot of people held in such high regard has been found to be somebody yeah. that was abusing their position of power to some degree. That That's essentially what it is. You've abused your position of power to some degree. It's heartbreaking. And on top of that, I'll go as far as to say, you know, you're a black man. And for, it's not like it would be any less mm. if you were any other race. Mm. But when you mm. look at black and brown people and, and the, the labels that we're stuck with and the things that people yeah. always suspect us of or accuse us of or the things we're constantly having Absolutely. to defend ourselves over, yet another black man 
has has gone and essentially let down the the freaking team. And for me, that's a lot. And if mm. I saw him, I'd have to tell him. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. So it's that a is lot. True. It's, it's, Absolutely. It's, uh, it's 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 heartbreaking. And I would be I would be disassociating myself as well because you know, as the Bible tells you, bad associations do spoil useful habits. So that's one heck of a bad association. <laughs> so Freedom. no. To think that it was going on as far, you know as far back as adulthood, you, you're going to watch these movies now, and you, you'll be looking—not necessarily looking for signs of things, but you'll just be watching these movies differently because you'll know that so and so who was in a particular scene with him said this, that, and the third happened, and then you watch the scene. It's like, oh my god, that kind of—it's too much. I just feel for all these these women and anyone else that's affected in mm. some sort of way by this situation or other situations that are the same or similar. I can't begin to imagine. Yeah, yeah, it's and it's sad. That. Like, it's just quickly touching on that. The whole ITV thing, he, I think he's got like a three-part drama out on ITV and they've said that they are going to, they're not going to show the final part. Yes. Is that right? Is it? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Or yeah. something. Something, I saw that some, well. something I think I saw that, that yesterday and I was like, oh my God, there's a lot going on. Yeah, there's a lot of projects that he he was either working on that have been pulled or that he was going to be in and it's been pulled or projects that are out already, like Amar has said. Yeah. And like there's a final instalment and they're saying, yeah, no, we're not going to show that now. It's His management have dropped him. Like it's, yeah. I mean, it's a lot. Yeah. Deep. <laughs> it's a lot. I don't know for the future of his his career in any capacity now because, mm. you know, how, how, how do you work with somebody like that? Yeah, how do you kind of prove that, you know, there's always going to be that doubt, which is kind of like, you know, the hardest thing that, people have to overcome but uh, yeah so any further news on that one obviously exactly. we'll keep you posted on that i think now deval we got to try and um fit in some box it watches yeah, and i know yeah. you've mentioned this you've mentioned this before right and yeah. uh, deval's kind of spoken about line of duty which which is this british um Ooh. tv program it's on the bbc and um, yeah. he's been saying some great stuff about it yeah but tell us tell me about this mm. Mm, 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 mm. line of duty <laughs> All I can say is, yeah, I've been watching it for the past week and a half. I'm not going to spoil anything for anyone that hasn't seen it. I didn't know anything about it. I just saw it on BBC yeah. and thought, oh, what's Line of Duty? I kept hearing about it recently Mm-mm-mm. because it's in its last, well, it's on its, on its sixth Mm-mm. season and it must have been a big one because everyone's talking about it. So I played it and been watching it back to back to back. This show is, is heavy. What? Heavy show. That's all I'm going to say. I ain't saying anything else. The show's heavy. If you ain't seen it, watch yeah. it. I've got it on pause right now. After we finish recording, oh I'm back to it. All, I, all I'm seeing is stuff like wow. um, pe- people people, people are losing their shit over, oh, what the mystery is and who's the killer and DCs. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't even know anything about it, but I mean... Well, I, I, I'll just, um, I'll just say what it is. It's just about anti-corrupt... So it's about corrupt p- police. And yeah, the police yeah. that go to try and solve the crimes that corrupt police, bent coppers, that's what they say in it. So it's just about, get, you know, finding bent coppers, but it's really <laughs> clever. It's slick. Charlie, uh, Amar, if you ain't seen it, go watch it. Everyone else, go watch yeah. it and come back. All right. Okay. Well, the, it's on, it's the, on my watch it. list because uh, I'm obsessed with... Um, I'm obsessed with Smooth FM and Angie Greaves is obsessed with Line of Duty. So she's been oh. chatting about it and I've been thinking, wow, a, a smooth radio presenter is mm. like, literally that station is smooth. But mm. Line of Duty sounds like it's intense. So I'm like, if she's mm. loving it, I need to put that on my watch list. So yeah, I'm going to start that later on today. Good, good, Brilliant. good. So you've got to get uh, involved, okay. Amal. Um, ch- mm-hmm. <laughs> I, will, I am, I am. So that get I can line. speak to, to Deval about it and speak to, oh, yeah, definitely. Yes. My, my duty. Um, Charlie, I've got a, I've got a question. Um, do you watch trailers? Uh, I try not to. I try not to because a lot of the time nowadays, trailers, is it's the entire movie. 
when mm. I was growing up in the 80s, yeah. it wasn't that. It was literally suspense. It was like, oh, you can figure out, you know, what was going to happen or nothing. It just looked like, yeah. oh, my God, I've got to watch that. Whereas now you watch a trailer, it's like you're giving me the beginning, the middle and the end. Okay, I'm done. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, yeah, like you so know, you know exactly trailers. what's coming in the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. And, and one, of, one, of the, one of the yeah. things that Deval and I, we, what we like doing is um, we, yeah, we like kind of speaking about what new trailers are out there and kind of what people can watch. And um, we've got a few that, you know, we think might actually, mm. well, they, one of them will definitely fit in with kind of the movie that we're going to be speaking about. But Deval, you've got one yeah. and it's something that's come out on Disney Plus and yeah. it's interesting because it's called The Bad Batch. Yeah. And we've spoken about this before Ooh. and this is related to the Star Wars universe, right? Yeah, so it's Star Wars animation. Uh, I'll just mention it real quickly, but it's out now on Disney Plus. And, and Star Wars animation literally is, it fits in with the movies actually, with like, you know, uh, all the sort of old movies, the new movies, and the prequels, if you want to call it that. But the Bad Batch are literally, as it, as it says on the tin, they are a bad batch of the clones that were created to fight in the Star Wars. You know, the clones with the, with the white, the white uh, sort of armor suits? Yeah. Yeah. Stormtroopers, yeah. So they're, they're a bad batch that have been created and, a bit, you know, don't listen to what they're told and stuff like that. And they were discarded. But when they were discarded, they got together and thought, you know what? We're going to do our own thing. We're going to make our own team and fight against uh, both good and evil. So they're just their own little crew doing their own thing. And it puts them in a very unique position because they're a bunch of anti-heroes, which means that they don't have to follow the rules and it makes all their missions very interesting. So this one should be good. So if you're into Star Wars, you'll love it. If you're not into Star Wars, you'll find it a bit more, you know, interesting than the normal, you know, nice, nice Star Wars. So yeah, go give it a watch. All right. Well, yeah, that does sound interesting. Uh, Charlie, is, have you yeah, been you sold on that? Yeah, you said Star Wars and I was lost, but it does yeah, sound interesting. I know she was. <laughs> She's thinking next. <laughs> do you know what? Literally, next. I heard Star Wars and was like, okay, when, when do we get to the next thing? Like Star Wars, no. But my Uncle Dennis is obsessed with anything sci-fi and whatever, so I'll tell him about it. So there yeah. you go. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, tell him about it. <laughs> next. <laughs> next all right okay so this next one all right you might be interested in this um so we've got a jason we've got a jason statham movie the Stath, and uh, he's had like a an incredible career i think you know oh, i've seen him obviously from lock stock and two smoking barrels and then now he's making movies like the meg where literally he is going one-to-one with a megalodon with a prehistoric shark it's like yes. this guy right listen you, you know what whatever you put in front of him he deals with it and um so he's in this new movie and funny enough it's directed by guy ritchie so they're teaming back up again it is i like it and um so this one's called wrath of man and if you love your revenge flicks and yeah i mean i'm a yeah kind of i love a good revenge flick but yeah if you're kind of fans of john wick the equalizer i think this is going to be right up your alley and it's literally uh something bad has happened to uh, jason statham's family and what does he want to do he wants to go and you know get the people who, you know, who did him wrong. So um, I've, I've asked Deval this question and I'm going to ask you, Charlie, what is it with people's obsession with revenge, the theme of revenge? Why are we fascinated by it? Why do we, in books, in music and film and TV, why? Why are we so hooked on it? 
Because if there was no policing, we would be out there breaking jaws and more. <laughs> That's basically it. <laughs> we like to watch revenge movies, read revenge so books, and see all kind of yeah, fantasy so things true. relating to revenge. Because I'm, I'm being very, very honest. Um, you know, I'm, I'm one of those people. So there's true. a particular yeah. person right now that if there was no policing, if there was no law, if I knew I could get away with it, I would snap their neck. <laughs> Oh, just being true. So true the yeah. revenge yeah. movies I'm here for. I can take out my frustrations while I'm watching the revenge movie. Devon knows yeah. who that person is. I think people, people love them. That's what's up, man. I'll but watch like, a revenge you know, movie any day. Give me some tips as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, this one, we'll check out the trailer for this one because you, you might, you might like it because it's like Jason Statham doing his revenge stuff and he's kicking ass, he's shooting people, he's breaking bones, breaking necks, and um, yeah, you know, all because some people took out his his wife and his his kid, and and it kind of is connected reason, to kind though. of the movie. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. If you're gonna go seek revenge, yeah. I mean, it's gonna yeah, be that it and it's kind of, it's kind of connected. It's kind of connected to the movie that we're gonna be speaking about later on. But yeah, yeah. so if you're fans of Jason Statham, if you're fans of Guy Ritchie, then please go check it out. It's called Wrath of Man, and it's coming out on May the seventh. So, like in in five days' time. Cool. Cool. Jason Statham's one. done very well in mm. to have a career yeah. just playing himself. Yeah, <laughs> to I be know. honest. <laughs> I know. I don't I know. remember the name of any of his characters. I just know that he's been in a movie where he's, I don't know, being a badass. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. It's true. It is absolutely true. It's absolutely true. And he was an Olympic. <laughs> Deval, you said he was an Olympic swimmer, was it? He was, was a diver, right? I believe. Yeah. For, yeah, he, or something. He dived yeah. For, for the UK. Really? Europe. Yeah, he was diving. Yeah. Oh, wow. Diver. Mm, who's a sportsman yeah but there you go all right okay this Deval leads us nicely into anniversary <laughs> corner so yeah Deval what have you got for us in anniversary corner we've got the one movie yes. this week for you and uh, yeah take this one away just a real quick one uh, before we go into our main movie review uh, I'm not really a massive fan of tattoos but everyone you know each to their own but this is one about the girl with the dragon tattoo and this one came out in 2011 <laughs> 10 years ago this is a revenge film uh, this is from the <laughs> Swedish uh, books actually about uh, a character called Elizabeth Salander. And uh, she's getting revenge on, on someone who actually abused her, among other things. And also there's, uh, there's other crimes that happen in, in Sweden at the time. Uh, Daniel Craig is in this one, Bond. And it's quite a gritty, uh, un underground kind of crime mm. film, you know, clues. She's a cyber kind of hacker. So she's really good with, you know, internet and tech and stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, it's an interesting film, but even the title itself, I remember, I think it's Stig Larsson, the author. Remember when, when I used to go on the tube yeah. <laughs> back in those days and I used to see people reading this Stig Larsson <laughs> book, Girl with a Dragon <laughs> Tattoo, the girl who kicked the hornet, hornet's nest, nest. and uh, the girl yeah. in the spider's web, I think it is. There's a series yeah. of, of these novels that I think a lot of people love. So I'm not surprised they were turned mm, into movies. Mm. So, yep. So yeah, go check this one out if you like. Uh, you can find mm -hmm. this one, uh, I think it's on Amazon or uh, Netflix or one of them. You'll find it somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it'll be there. Yes, yeah, decent. It's, 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 it's an okay watch. And they replaced. did a follow-up. Or did they do a reboot? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, yes, uh, Charlie. Yeah, the, the original version is with Numi Rapace, who I know you really like as an actress. And then there was an American version mm. with Rooney yeah, Mara. Brilliant. She's so there's brilliant. two versions, but the Swedish version is better. You're right. The Swedish version is better. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. She's she's such a brilliant actress. Yeah, really good. She's gangster. She's she's in that film that you reckon, recommended to me, the one about Monday or something. 
damn, what's it called? Oh, whatever happened to Monday? That's the one. What happened to yes. Monday? Yes. Oh my yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. What? I've watched yeah. that about three times. How <laughs> is she so good? <laughs> Like nah. seven different people, yeah. yeah? Crazy. <laughs> I don't know Crazy. how someone can be that talented. Yeah, she's brilliant. Gangster. Yeah, she's really good. Um, so that leads us nicely on to the main movie, the movie that we're going to be yep. speaking about. I've kind of already mentioned it. It's called Without Remorse. And um, yeah, so this is kind of Michael B. Jordan. He plays a character called John Kelly. And this is all part of Tom Clancy's kind of CIA espionage spy series and there's loads of movies that they've made out of this character so there's like Jack Ryan there's been kind of things like uh, The Hunt for Red October Patriot Games um and I couldn't believe I don't believe this there's been so many actors who've played kind of like a, a part of this kind of uh, world so there's been people like Harrison Ford Ben Affleck uh Chris Pine anyone else Harrison Ford did he say has he played one Yeah Harrison Ford yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's been quite a few, and also uh, John Krasinski, I believe. That's it, which is yeah. on Amazon right now, yeah. and yeah. you can go check that out. But this one is kind of like an extension of that whole kind of CIA uh, espionage uh, kind of world. And um, yeah, so first things first, I'm not going to say I'm not going to talk about this. For some, what I want to do is I want to hear what Charlie has to say about it because. I'm more interested in her reaction in watching this movie. So, Charlie, what did you make of the movie? <laughs> oh god do you know what <laughs> i really wanted to like it and i think my problem with, with, with just tell any the truth. project that i watch the problem the problem with any project that i've that i watch is that i've been on the other side so i've been an actress i've been a casting director i've been a director i've been on continuity etc so it's really difficult to watch something and not have all of those things just straight away come into your mind i cannot help it and there was quite a number of continuity issues mm. and it just threw me um mm. for, and i'll, I'll give mm. you like two examples um there's a scene where he's he's so Pam played by Lauren London. They're in they're in a family home. It looks yep. like they've gone for whatever celebration. Which it, for me, it just wasn't even clear what the celebration is, who they were talking to. I didn't understand the dynamics in that scene. Is it that is that a dad? Is that a former colleague? Okay, but there's they make this really big deal of Pam being heavily pregnant and needing to really do that over exaggerated sit down of oh god my back the belly etc. Shortly after, she just walks into the kitchen looking for her drink. She's she's she can just walk normally, <laughs> like she's not holding her back. You don't that. even see the bump. I like it just threw me. Yeah. It threw me. Uh, second, the second yeah. example I'll give you is just before um, a particular character is is driven over. There's a the, the clip before that. The, the mum says or the partner says, "Could you help me take out the rubbish?" He says, "Yes, yeah, sure." The, 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 the camera does this yeah. weird thing where it just focuses on the daughter who is clearly looking at someone who I don't think is the mum because of her eyeline, where she's confused about something that may have just happened or is going to happen as per the direction oh, she's been given for that scene. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah, so yeah. bizarre. So it almost made me feel like afterwards, is, is the girl, some? is this going to turn into some supernatural thing? Is, is she got powers? Does she make happen? Like, it's crazy. I watched it twice. Because of that, I had to watch it twice. I was like, I need to. So all <laughs> the continuity issues threw me off. That's one. Oh, the, positive, the positive thing I'll say about it, though, is that... Um, I am so here for Michael B. Jordan. I think he's such a phenomenal actor. I didn't really get into him until Creed. Yeah. Um, he he sold me as an actor in, in those movies. I think he's fantastic. And then, like I've already said, Jodie Smith, again, I didn't know of her yeah. until, yeah. what's the movie that I said with her and Daniel? 
Was Queen it called and again? Slim. There you go, Queen and Slim. Yeah, I saw her in that. I thought, yeah, she's amazing. And she, again, she she smashes it in this movie. But overall, for me, I mean, I'd give it a four out of a, a, a ten just because a lot of it was lost on me. Some of it was too dark in places as well. And it was like, is that my TV or is it the actual movie? Yes. It's just really yes. dark. Yeah. I feel like the grittier it got, the more I wanted to actually see it. I'm not really one for gritty, but because of the tension and the emotion that I understood it was trying to have you feel, I was like, mm. well, why'd you have me in the dock? I literally can't mm. see what's going on in this scene. I don't, I don't know what's happening. Um, mm. So yeah, it just, it just wasn't for me. It was lost on me. I started looking yeah. at my phone, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a really good, honest review. We like that. You don't always have to like the film. We don't always have to like the film we watch. Sometimes we, we give exactly. no reviews like that as well. And with this nah. one, I have to concur with you in many many yeah. aspects. I mean, my, my girlfriend, she fell asleep watching it and I had to finish it myself. But uh, <laughs> I, I kind of, the, the whole setup of, of, of you know, a, a super kind of soldier kind of character or super person who's really highly skilled being wronged by mm-hmm. uh, the government or whoever. Mm. And that aspect of him going out to, you know, avenge uh, the, the wrongdoings. I liked that better when he was by himself, kind of like cloak and dagger, Kind of like when he went, there was a scene when he went to, he got into the car and he put fire around. I was like, shit, this guy's going gangster. And he just dealt with them. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. After that, that when it got all, yeah, after that, when it got all kind of military and USA, yeah, you know, it kind of like, I kind of lost it a little bit. But you know what? Like Mm. Charlie was saying, Michael Jordan, Michael B. Jordan. I went here for it. You got to watch Michael B. Jordan in Fruitvale Station. Really good film, 2013. Really good film. Yes. He, Ooh, yeah. yes. Really he's good so film. good. Yeah. But he, he, he's, very, he's very dedicated. Mm. I, I wouldn't say the film, that the letdowns of the film, I don't think it's down to him. He is. He's very, very dedicated, very diligent actor. He's a really good actor. No, like, no. I'm, I'm, you know, I, I'll, I'll mm, confess, mm. his body is banging. This guy's oh, body man. is banging. Anytime I see him in the film, I'm like, I need, I need to work out a bit more. This guy's body I is know. banging, honestly. I know, man. <laughs> Seriously, this guy is he's like, like a peak, like peak like man. physical like a, like specimen. Like, seriously. Like, oh. I know, this guy is like ripped to bits. And you know what the thing is? I mean, all i got to say is, I mean, what I'll add is the fact that um, it's, it isn't anything that we've, it, they, they, they don't bring anything new to the game. Like that was the thing. I was like really, really hoping that no. they would bring something fresh, something mm. new. And, um, you know, cause you know, mm. we've seen movies like this before, like Jason Bourne, for example. Yeah. You know, that whole kind of government and spy yeah. and all that kind of sort of stuff. And some, you know, the, the wrongs being done to a person and they want to get revenge. So, but seeing Michael B. Jordan act in this way, I thought, wow, man, this guy, he's got presence. He's got mm. like such personality. Uh, you know, he's going to go off and do yeah. really, really great things. And um, yeah, but I was just like, okay, yeah, but I've seen this before and I've seen that before. And I did like though, I've got to say one thing that I did like the prison. There's a scene in, in oh, his prison cell. Yeah. I was just like, you know what? It was gritty. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, bit yeah, was yeah, gritty. Yeah. And I was just like, him rubbing, take his top yeah. off and rubbing water on his body. I was like, damn man, this yeah. guy is like going for He wasn't for playing. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> A good trick, you know. Do you know what? He acted that scene so well because a lot of those type of scenes... A lot of those type of scenes in movies, they're setting you up for the obvious. So, for example, you know he's about Mm. to kick ass, for example. 
but mm, mm. he literally yeah. came through if that makes sense it wasn't one of those he's he's getting ready to do something that he, he looks you know he can't do he mm. nailed it and he just mm-hmm. he controlled the yeah. whole room the whole scene yep. same as yep. when he the one of the dark scenes where he took the knife and he just done a whap, 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 whap. Yeah. <laughs> I was like okay <laughs> He is amazing. Yeah. He is amazing. Oh, I was like, wow. Good. Those bits of the movie were the gems for me. Exactly. Every, every everything else was just lost on me. But but him, exactly. he he was great, and he was so consistent throughout. So consistent throughout. Yeah. What you just described is when is, is Jason Bourne because Jason Bourne is same sort of thing, but it's it's yeah. him. It's always just him against the rest. Mm-mm. But with this film, he teamed up with the with the with the army. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that kind of flattened it. If he carried on doing his solo stuff and bang, 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 like you know, in mm. the dark and that, that would have kept it up for me. But yeah. it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. I mean the continuity for me. <laughs> <laughs> I literally I, li- I literally need to chat to someone about that. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing with the ending was they, they they're setting up some sort of sequel mm. and um if you go online and you can kind of read about that there is kind of like some other parts so yeah what do you reckon do you reckon we're going to get to see another part in this franchise probably yeah probably yeah i think so because they, they i won't be watching it no you won't <laughs> even the, the, he said uh the, i think he said ghost team because ghost recon is a tom Cl- yeah. tom clancy yeah, yeah, like, yeah. ip so they're going to yeah. set it off maybe it might do you know what but it might not be him because sometimes you know the characters change, the actors change, the, characters the, change, yeah. the mm. character stays the same. So someone else could take over. So it will carry on for sure. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. But the great thing is um, Michael B. Jordan, I think we're going to see him again in Creed 3. I yeah. think he's going to be working on that. There's talk of Michael B. Oh, Jordan. Wow. There's people on, yeah, there's, there's people online. They, they kind of, there's rumors or there's things about him being the next Superman, believe it or not, which is like, you know, amazing. And um, he's kind of come out on, he's kind of come out on record saying he doesn't think it would happen, but it would be amazing to see kind of like a person of color Mm. play such an iconic role. Mm. So if anyone can Mm. play Superman, I mean, Mm. I think he's got, he's got a great shout, but uh, yeah, I'm with you guys on this one. It didn't bring anything new. And um, yeah, I mean, same thing. I mean, I'd probably give it probably a bit higher, probably about five and a half. I'd probably give it. Yeah, I reckon about five or so. But yeah, you can catch that now on Amazon. Uh, so go get your uh, your Amazon out and watch that movie if you like. Don't watch it if you don't want to as well. You know, we're not forcing you. So. Yeah, it's a free one as well. £13.99. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, that's the end of today's show. That's the end of today's that show. Yeah. Oh, great show. Thanks for... for, uh, for well, for, that for was joy. quick. It was quick. Time flies. It's been... 40 odd minutes but it feels like a lot less doesn't it but it was really good having you on the show this week charlie really yeah, really yeah, good yeah. hope you enjoyed it as well <laughs> it does. thanks for yeah, having me that again, was fun please. yeah that was so much fun i will do thanks Not for so having bad. me guys so appreciate it you're welcome so you're guys welcome. again if you want to no. win a rakuten uh, movie code <laughs> to watch a movie at home all you got to do is send us on instagram facebook or on on youtube uh, a hidden gem let us know about a movie that you think is really good that not many people know about and we will send you that Rakuten uh, movie code so you can watch a movie. And there you go. Boom. So, um, yeah, so that's it. That's it from us. Um, thanks for listening to this podcast and we will see you on the other side. Bye. Yeah, peace out. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube and Twitter. Just pop in the Flixsters podcast.